0: How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 25 Chapter 5 This is Season 25 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 5. In this episode, we will be further elaborating the impact of a change in one cycle in relation to another cycle. This episode will require consideration of all of the work we have thus far done in this season including the equations revealed in past episodes. To start out, We can observe that there are three possible relationships between any two cycles of bodily rhythm. First, one cycle can displace the other during the period of its execution. Second, one cycle can substitute for another, one execution instead of the other. Third, they can be linked together, such that the execution of one is linked to the execution of another. This linking can be simultaneous, or parallel, or it can be delayed, or serial. When one rhythm displaces the other, in that, execution of a task related to a first rhythm, delays the commencement of a second rhythm, we can observe that the change in the period of the displaced rhythm is equal to the length of time associated with the task of the second rhythm. Given that we already know, that the task time for the execution of a rhythm during period 2, over the period of rhythm 2, is equal to the task time for execution of the rhythm during period 1, over the period of rhythm 1, plus e, times 10 to the exponent negative x, as worked out in the last two episodes. This means that we can substitute the task time for rhythm b for the change in the period. This gives us, e, times 10 to the negative x is equal to the change in task time of rhythm a over the task time of rhythm b. Now for the substitution case, we know that the change in the period of rhythm b is equal to 2 times the period of rhythm B. Thus, we can substitute this into the equation given in the last two podcasts. This simplifies to E, times 10 to the exponent negative x is equal to the change in task time for rhythm B, over 2 times the period of rhythm B. In the latter equation x is equal to the power of the cycle for A. In the earlier equation it is equal to the power of the cycle for B. Now. All inhibition of impulses is substitution. This tells us that whenever an impulse is inhibited that is associated with the substitution of A for B as set out in the latter equation. A second point must be made. Since we know now that the execution time of rhythm B is going to change due to a substitution, we can hypothesize that the change in task time of rhythm B will be reflected spatially. That is, if the change in task time of rhythm B is say, 8.15 8.15 seconds. Then, all we have to do is multiply that by the speed of locomotion, by foot 1.42 meters per second, which gives us around 11 meters. That is to say, the substitution of A for B will manifest in a change in the distance of the object of release from your person by around 11 meters, at the most. Thus, we can conceptualize that changes in task time of rhythms are related to spatial distances and spatial distances are related to changes in the task time. This tells us that our orientation to objects is entangled in the rhythms we express. When Rhythm A substitutes for Rhythm B, the object of release must exist within a radius defined by the change in task time of Rhythm A times the speed of locomotion. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like comment and subscribe.